Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. Today's story is about Zebulon Pike. Now, while he never made it into what is now Teller County, I think it's important for us to understand the man for whom the mountain that stands sentinel over our county is named. This podcast was written and is being presented for you by Tommy Allen. In 1779, during the Revolutionary War, Zebulon Montgomery Pike was born in Lamberton, now Lamington, in Somerset County, New Jersey. The son of a Continental Army officer, he grew up in and around frontier military posts. Pike followed his father's example and joined the same Army unit in 1799. He was commissioned as an infantry second lieutenant and was promoted to first lieutenant later that same year. He served at a series of Northwestern outposts and piloted cargo boats on the Ohio River into the frontier. In 1805, General James Wilkinson gave him a dream assignment as he was sent to explore the upper Mississippi River. Lieutenant Pike led a 20-man party with instructions to find the river's source, negotiate peace treaties with the Native American tribes, survey and map the region, and demonstrate the legal claim of the United States to the area. Though he ultimately misidentified the Mississippi River's source, he settled issues with the British, surveyed sites for future forts, and purchased land from and created peace with the Native Americans. His expedition lasted 264 days and covered more than 2,000 miles. He returned in 1806 and was almost immediately given orders to prepare for his second journey of exploration, this one heading much further into the West. On July 15, 1806, Pike and his party of men, many of whom were volunteers from Pike's first expedition, departed St. Louis intending to explore the Arkansas and Red Rivers and to gather intelligence on the adjacent Spanish-held territory. On his way across country, he established diplomatic relationships with Osage and Pawnee villages before meeting up with the Arkansas River. Following the river westward, he spotted what he described as a small blue cloud on November 15th. It turned out to be a massive mountain. Continuing west, he established an outpost near Pueblo before turning northwest with three men to climb what he called the Grand Peak the peak he'd seen from so far away and that we now know as Pike's Peak. But Pike's expedition had never equipped themselves for serious mountaineering, and they had to settle for viewing the peak from the summit of a lower peak, perhaps Mount Rosa, to the south. Pike's small crew returned to the main party and continued to explore westward along the Arkansas River. They crossed through modern-day Canyon City and eventually found themselves on the Royal Gorge and on westward. By this point, the party was suffering from frostbite and hunger, made worse when Pike decided to have his men cross the Sangre de Cristo mountain range. He eventually made his way into the San Luis Valley, where he established a small stockade and was then captured by Spanish soldiers from Santa Fe. The Spanish soldiers took Pike south through New Mexico and into Texas. Along the way, Pike gathered a great deal of intelligence on the region's geography, population, and military presence. Pike and his men were eventually released back into American territory in Louisiana on July 1st, 1807. 
During his 353-day expedition, he traveled over 3,600 miles, made peace among the Native Americans, found the headwaters of the Arkansas, South Platte, Cottonwood, and Osage Rivers, and helped lay the groundwork for the later expansion into Texas. Despite the numerous trials they faced, all but one of the men in Pike's party made it home. Upon his return, Pike found he'd been promoted to captain. In 1808, Pike submitted his findings to Congress. In 1810, he published his journals, which became so popular, they found their way into publication in several languages throughout Europe. His maps and writings served to guide subsequent explorers into Colorado and the Southwest. Pike rose through the Army ranks. Soon after the onset of the War of 1812, he achieved the rank of Colonel. In 1813, he was promoted to Brigadier General and commanded combat troops in the victory of the Battle of York in what is now Toronto, Canada. But he was killed by flying debris when the withdrawing British blew up their ammunition magazine at Fort York. The date was April 27, 1813. Following Pike's battlefield death, he was widely celebrated as the subject of biographies, memorials, statues, paintings, and songs. In Colorado Springs, a statue of Pike was erected in front of the Antlers Hotel in 1901, and a bronze medallion representing him was placed with that of General William Jackson Palmer and Chief Tahama at the Monument Valley Park in 1926. Unfortunately, the statue was made of plaster and was lost to the elements and the medallion bearing his image was lost with the other two when a flood swept through the Monument Valley Park in 1965. Regardless, cities and counties, land features, military ships and bases, and of course the mountain he was the first American to discover have all been named after him. As I wrap up this podcast, I look outside to see a blanket of snow on the ground. Perhaps I'll put on my snowshoes and go explore the Pike National Forest less than a mile from my doorstep. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And if you find yourself on a grand adventure, make sure you take plenty of notes to document your journey. We look forward to having you join us next time for more Stories from the Midland.